Hello and welcome to the Bright Morning Podcast. I'm Elena Aguilar. Okay, so this episode is one in a series to start off the 2023-24 school year, and it is a series specifically for new coaches. What I'm sharing with you in these episodes is everything I wish I had known and heard when I started coaching teachers. Now, if you are not a new coach, I promise you, you're going to get a lot out of this because what I'm sharing with you is relevant to really any coach and how you start off the school year. I know you're going to get some new ideas. Before we jump into the show, I do want to shout out a friend of the show, Michelle L. Thank you so much. And if anyone else is interested in becoming a friend of the show, this is the way you can support this podcast. Check out the show notes. You'll find details there. So today we're talking about what coaching is and how to share that context with your coachees when you first meet and they are wondering, why have I been assigned a coach? What is coaching? If you're interested in this topic, then I guarantee that you will find my Art of Coaching workshop to be a perfect fit for your needs. To find out more about that workshop, check out the show notes. Okay, let's jump into it. So I want you to imagine that you are my client. You are a teacher or a school leader, whatever role, and I'm your new coach. And I am going to talk to you in the way that I would talk to a new coachee. And then after that little monologue, I'll tell you a little bit more about how to think about what you share. I'll share a few of the frequently asked questions that I get about this topic from people. But first, what I would say to you if you were my new client. So, hey, first of all, just thank you for taking the time to sit down. As I said in the email I sent to you last week, I just want this first session to be one in which we get to know each other a bit more and talk about what our work together will look like. I have some questions for you. I actually have a lot of questions for you, but I'll just try to restrain myself a little bit. I also want to make space for your questions. And um, yeah, that's how I envision this time. So if by a little bit into it, it doesn't feel like we're meeting your needs, I want you to let me know. I do want to just jump into this, but I will check in and say like, is this going in the direction you hope it's going? Is there anything else that you want or need at this point in our conversation? But I want to start off with just a bit of information about what coaching is, about the kind of coaching that I do. So coaching most broadly is a structure through which we can learn. It's a way for us to reflect on what we're doing and what we believe and who we're being, how we're feeling. And it's a way for us to think about the decisions that we have to make. Coaching really is just a way that we can 
improve what we're doing or get even better. I often think about professional athletes and how they work with a coach throughout their career, right? Like Steph Curry would never say, no, I don't want to coach anymore. Anyway, what I'm trying to do is normalize the idea that in any role or profession, we deserve to get the support we want and we need to keep getting better and getting better. And things are always changing, whether that is our student population, or there's new curriculum or new federal mandates, like things are always changing. We are always changing as human beings, our situations, our lives. I know for me, teaching was a different thing when I had a young child at home. Our lives are always changing. And so we deserve to have space to process that. And we deserve to have someone who can listen to us primarily and guide us. I think about myself as a coach, as someone who guides a process. I am not an expert in your content area. I would say I'm not even like an expert expert in teaching and learning. I do know a lot about teaching and learning, but I am an expert in guiding people in reflection. I'm an expert in facilitating adult learning, which is different in some ways than guiding children in their learning. So it's something that I'm really committed to deeply understanding, like what are the differences in facilitating the child's learning versus an adult? So that's how I think about my role. I facilitate learning. I do that primarily, I would say, by listening, by understanding how to think about what you say, how to guide you into deeper exploration of what you're grappling with. I think about you as the expert in yourself. You are the expert. You know yourself better than anyone will ever know you. I'm not going to aspire to try to know everything about you, which is why I also will never think about you or approach you as something or someone to fix. I don't think there's anything wrong with you. I think you, just like me, are in a process of growth and development, and you can be guided to find the most powerful pathways through any challenges you're dealing with and into who you want to be as an educator, as a person. So the kind of coaching that I practice, that I've been studying, is called transformational coaching. And the key idea in transformational coaching is that we explore our behaviors, the things that we do, we explore our beliefs, and we explore our ways of being. So traditional instructional coaching programs really just focus on behaviors. They focus on like, you know, your lesson plans, whether you're engaging students, assessment strategies, instructional design, all of that. That's important. And I can definitely guide you in that exploration. But a transformational coach also digs into the beliefs that are often right below the surface of actions. And when we look at those beliefs, we are actually so much more powerful. And decision making is a lot easier. 
And exploring the beliefs can help us see where we might be stuck or where there's a possibility for something that we haven't recognized yet. So I love doing that work with people. It just feels like super energizing. I always feel so empowered when someone guides me into looking at my beliefs. So that's another element. And then ways of being, which is really about like, some of it has to do with how you're feeling. Some of it has to do with who you are showing up as, who you want to be for your students, the kind of legacy you want to leave, whether you feel like you are living into your core values or how you could live into those more intentionally. So the way of being exploration is one that I also really love when someone is guiding me to explore my way of being. And I find that clients are super energized by it. And that's where sort of the biggest transformation or shifts take place. So okay, I just said a whole lot. And I am going to pause in just a moment to hear your response, what came up for you, any questions. But I think the other most important thing for me to tell you just right now, because it might be on your mind, is that our coaching is completely confidential. So I will not reveal anything we talk about to our principal, to other teachers, to anyone. This is totally between you and me. What our principal wants to know, there's a spreadsheet that you have been invited to. I don't know if you checked that link yet, but on that spreadsheet, I simply write the date that I met with you, the time, and very broadly the topic. Like the topic could be unit five, or it could be ELD strategies, or it could be planning for a conversation with a parent at parent-teacher conferences, something like that. So you have access to that. You can always look and see what I'm sharing with our principal, and that's all. And you know, if our principal, just to give you an example, if our principal ever says like, how's so-and-so doing? I will say, I appreciate that you are curious about how they're doing. And I know that that comes from good intention, but I want to remind you that what so-and-so and and I talk about is totally confidential. So if you're curious about how they're doing, I encourage you to go into their classroom or set up a time to talk to them. So that's how I will respond to our principal if they ever say like, how are you doing? You being you, not me. There's one more question I know I'm just going to anticipate this one, which is I just want to make sure you also know I play no role in your evaluation. Again, that's under the umbrella of confidentiality. Like I play no role. I say nothing. Okay, now I'm going to stop and hear what comes up for you. Okay, so I am now shifting back into me, Elena, your podcast host here and not your coach to just tell you a few more things about that. I really kind of want to let that stand on its own own because I'm hoping that you also had the experience of just almost like the emotional experience, right? Because our brains, our minds can't necessarily always distinguish between imaginary and real. So I'm hoping that that was like, oh, that would actually feel kind of good and kind of open. I was intentionally trying to talk like a normal human being. I was not reading a script. I wasn't even really looking. I have some bullet point notes as I would if I was going into a conversation, but I just wanted to sound like a normal human being. I think the things to know are that in general, when you're walking into your first session with a new client, 
that person will be consciously or not wondering who are you? What's your agenda? What is the level of danger or threat here? Why am I being coached? You need to go more deeply into why that person is being coached. And for that, you really need to understand your school, your organizational context. Are they being coached because they're a new teacher? Are they being coached because there's a new initiative? Are they being coached because the school has hired you as the coach and you will be working with all teachers? The answer to that question really is one that you probably need to determine with your supervisor, your principal, and then you need to be able to say that because in so many places, coaching is something that is done to people who aren't performing as they should be. And so know that they may have that context. Anticipate the questions you might get. Those may be specific to your school or your organization. I'll say this conversation might sound a little bit different if you, let's say, have been a teacher at a school and now you're moving into a coaching role and you're going to coach people who were formerly your colleagues. And now there is this shift in your positional leadership. Sometimes coaches either feel like they are or they are sort of in between teachers and administrators. That's something to clarify. What is your positional authority or leadership status? But if you're shifting, then that's kind of a different conversation. You can still say a lot of what I said, but you also need to directly address this situation. And that could sound like saying something like, Look, I know that it could feel awkward for us given that we were colleagues and now I'm going to be coaching you. And so I just want to hold some space to talk about that. And we can talk about that now. And whenever it feels like that's relevant or it's present with what's going on, I want us to be able to name that. So just naming some of the elephants in the room, like naming what they might be thinking but not asking unconsciously or consciously, the primary need in this conversation for your client is to build trust and transparency can really help to build trust. So anticipate what they might be wondering about, like how long are we going to be working together? How often are we going to meet? And be able to answer those questions. You know, are you going to be coming in and doing observations? I would need to know some of the answers to those questions are ones that your supervisor may have input into. Some of them might be ones that you make the decision about, and some of them might be ones that you make in partnership with your client. Like, do you come in and do classroom observations? Well, if that's part of what is expected of you, then you need to talk about that. If that's a decision that you can make or you can make with the teacher, then talk about that. Then say, that's a decision we can make together. And we can talk about what I will come in and observe for. We'll talk about that ahead of time. It's the lack of clarity that makes people anxious, right? The not knowing what's going to happen. What are they going to be looking for? What's going to happen with the results? So put yourself in their shoes. Imagine what you would want to know. Okay, there is more to say about this, and that's what's going to come next week, because the next part is, what do you share about yourself? Let's say you are going into a school where you know no one, they don't know you. What do you share about yourself that contributes to building trust? And that 
is what will be next week. So I hope that this was helpful. If you found it helpful, would you do me a favor and share it maybe with someone else who might find it helpful? Maybe with another coach or somebody else who you think might benefit from learning about the Bright Morning Podcast. All right, folks, thanks so much for listening. And thank you to Leslie Bickford, who is the podcast producer and is also Bright Morning's president. And thank you to Stacy Goodman, who is the sound engineer and who is also my husband. See you next week.